hey, check this out. I'm not going to keep you for too long. I just got a few things I want to share with you, right? Um, welcome. I'm Derek Asante, and this is another season of the Derek Asante podcast show, better known as DAPS. If it's your first time listening to the show, I want to thank you for being here. And please return every week just to gain some more insight. And if you're a returning guest or a community member, guess what? You already know what it is. I want to thank you for always showing up for me as I continue to show up for you. Okay. Now, this is season three. Throughout the season, I'll be sharing some insights on everyday topics, just like I have been doing. You know, I'll be sharing some of my experiences, perspectives, and I'm going to wrap it all up in some thought-provoking ideas, some original, some that you already thought about, some that's already out there in the universe. I'll also be sharing some of the rich conversations um, from some of the most interesting people that I've come to know over the years and recent times. Some of the topics I'll be discussing in the season includes just having the right mindset, right? Socioeconomic statuses, financial literacy, family ties, and how we navigate within our own families and the members that we have to encounter with, relationships, friends, partners, and so forth. How do we navigate those spaces? And of course, parenting. I'm no expert but I am a parent, right? I'm still learning as I go. So I want to share some of those insights, some of my encounters with you and see if you can benefit from that. Now, everything that interests me is what I want to share with you. And I hope that you'll appreciate it. I want to thank you for the interest and your support over the years. To be exact, it's been two and we're counting. Okay. So continue to support me. I appreciate it. It does not go unnoticed. Uh, check out the visuals for the show um, coming up on YouTube using the link in the description below that I provided. Okay. Enjoy these conversations on your walks, your runs, your cycling, and your drive. Now, while you're here, guess what? It doesn't cost you anything for you to just like, comment, subscribe, and share. And please do that for me because I really appreciate it. And also means a lot to myself and the channel. I don't want to keep you any longer from this episode that's coming up. So enjoy. I appreciate your time. You are listening to the Derek Asante Podcast, the show that brings you insightful conversations about everyday topics. We just aim to keep the discussion above the average. Our guests are the ones bringing the social proof to the conversation. Let's get into it. Welcome back, beautiful people. Welcome back. Episode 81. I want to thank you for putting up with my short hiatus. It was much needed rest and... um you know, it gave me an opportunity to experience some things. And so I can share those experiences with you and continue the dialogue we've been having since the last year and change. All right. So uh, thank you for your continued support. I, you know, stayed on top of things as far as making sure that people are still supporting and downloading and listening and, and commenting and so forth. So I want to thank, thank you for that. A uh, few changes. I, you know, during my hiatus, I stopped using uh, Instagram. I'm going to get back on it just to engage uh, once again. So if you've been, you know, trying to reach me out, reach out to me over there uh, and I haven't been on there. It's just because it was a part of my break um, from the pod and also just social media in general, just to kind of recalibrate myself and, and you know, reconnect with some other things in my life that are also important to me, right? And so uh, much needed rate, uh, break and rest. 
So thank you for that and your continued support. Now, this episode, I wanted to jump right in. And, uh, you know, I called it Never Change. And I'm not saying never to change as as if we aren't supposed to evolve into um, a better version of ourselves. No, that's not what I mean. Um, A large percentage of us, meaning ourselves, right, evolves. But it's also a great percentage that remains the same, and that is our core. And that's what I'm pertaining to when I say never change. Because your foundation is your foundation. You can't really uh, mess around with your foundation very much. It is what it is, and it doesn't really change much, right? We can build on top of our foundation, but we can't really alter it. Because the minute we alter it, whatever we built on top will fall apart. So let me bring us back to why I called it Never Change. Because I feel like when that foundation of you changes, then that's when you stop being yourself, especially if you haven't replaced it with something else. Um, You haven't adopted a new set of foundations or morals in place of the ones that you're getting rid of. Then you stop being yourself. And that can be detrimental to your, you know, well-being. Overall, that is, right? The moment you stop is when you start to dwindle away, right? The minute you stop being yourself, you stop being authentic uh, to those around you, to those that you meet, and those who have been around from day one. The minute you start really shaking and shifting your foundation, they're going to notice they are the first to notice. The newcomers into your circle are going to notice it as well over time. Okay? So you should evolve and adopt new skills, right? And new perspectives. But your foundation, again, is what must remain because that's who you are. You are deep-rooted in your foundation, right? So keep that in the back of your mind. A lot of people have been shifting um, around me lately, and um, it's been key. It's been very critical. It's been very important for me to observe and witness this. And it's nothing against them. It's, you know, more of an opportunity for me to reassess the people I keep in my circle and reassess um, those I keep closer and those that I keep a little bit further at bay, you know, for whatever reasons. Right. So it's it's been a, a very, very important break, uh, a great learning opportunity for me as well. You know, so I'm grateful. You know, I am grateful for those around me and those who are shifting and those who are not shifting because it allowed me to grow. So thank you. Um, over this period, when I was, you know, a little bit away, while I'm still observing my surroundings and paying attention to behaviors of others and, and so forth, parts of me have evolved, right? In this short period, not just a month, but, um, you know, several months throughout this year, 2022 has been a great learning um, process, a great learning journey for me. You know, So I've evolved in different ways that I didn't notice before. 
or maybe I didn't allow myself to evolve before because I was maybe focused on some some things that were taking place or I was distracted, right? I learned a great deal about the person that I am, right? I discovered that I can, you know, I'm capable of withstanding new levels of pressure. That was something that I believe, you know, I had to go through in order to appreciate and acknowledge that that change and that cap- capability or capacity of, of about myself, right? So I thought that was very in- insightful for me to share that with you guys because we have those moments. We have those moments where we recognize something is different, something is happening in our world or around us or with us. And how do we label or identify those things? I think part of the challenge or the struggle could be trying to label it and you just can't find the words, right? Um, but when you do, you have to hang on to it and, and do all that you can to make sure you either harness it if it's a great thing or uh, rid, get rid of it, right? Especially if it's toxic and it's not really um, helping your growth. So you have to learn to let those go. So I've learned that. Um, I've also learned that my perspective on <laughs> just people, right? The way people react to things and uh, in particular to uncertainty and discomfort. I, I learned that people will always respond the same, right? I can almost bet everything I have on it that people almost always respond the same way to uncertainty. And that's really on the strength of fear, the level of fear that they have within themselves will begin to show, right? And that's what I'm talking about that, you know, I learned a lot about people when they are faced with a bit of um, uncertainty, discomfort, you know, and when that reaction presents itself, it also shows how unstable, right? How unstable people can be, right? But at the same time, people can very much be consistent, right? Consistent with who they are and how they react to um, certain things. And it's almost the same way every single time. And oftentimes I noticed too, when, when things were happening with people, it was simultaneous where they were uncertain, um, not uncertain, but they were unstable, but very consistent with being unstable. So that was interesting to witness. That was very, very interesting to uh, observe. I know exactly how people would respond, right? When the threat of real risk presents itself. That was also a great lesson, right? When real risk presents itself, I know exactly how people are going to respond, right? And I'll share that uh, in a in a later episode, um, specifically what I'm I'm talking about. But you have to really look at yourself and say, hey, um, is is there talking about me? Is he talking to me? And how do I respond to real risk? And is that the best response that I can actually conjure up? in these scenarios or these situations, right? These are conversations that I, I wish people 
and have with themselves because it's it's not going to prepare you 100% for those scenarios when they present themselves, but at least it'll give you an idea, right? It'll give you a guide as to how you should um, respond to certain situations and what's what the results will be based on your response, right? Now, I also know there are plenty of people, right, who aren't aware of who they are based on how they respond to certain circumstances, right? You can almost tell this person is not confident in their skin, in their decision-making, in their beliefs, um, their faith. When something happens and all those things that I just mentioned crumble around them and they have nothing to stand on. They have nothing to keep them functioning. They have nothing to allow them to think and process information clearly, right? Or logically. And that's what I'm talking about. When you see someone face a little bit of adversity and they crumble as if the world has just ended for them. That's what I'm talking about. That person does not know who they are. Because if they did, they would have something that would keep them grounded. Right? And this is not to say, hey, um, you know, if you've had moments where you fell apart, that you don't actually know yourself entirely. No. What I'm pointing out is you need to be aware of yourself when you're falling apart and what's causing this, this reaction, right? What's triggering these emotions that's allowing you to just give up. Those are the things that you need to be paying attention to. Because everything that's happening, most of the time it's actually happening in your head. It's internal. It's not physically happening to you. This is what people need to realize. This is the power of the mind, right? So the mind can create scenarios of pressure, right? Pressurized uh, scenarios, uncomfortable scenarios, which then affects you emotionally, internally, your organisms will respond to that. But it all begins with the information that's already stored in your mind that you're tapping into. The horror of experiences that other people have talked about that you have heard about because you actually haven't gone through it yourself ever most of the time, right? We're living our fears and our excitements and our successes through the stories that we've heard, the scenarios, the horror stories of other people getting, you know, putting themselves in compromising situations and things of that nature. And that's the vicarious power, right? The mind. It can tap into other people's experiences and suddenly adopt them as if it were your own and guess what? Your response now to this situation, which isn't physical yet, becomes physical because of what the mind has processed it. The mind has believed that it's real and this pain is coming. When in fact, most of the time, it actually never makes it to you on the physical level. But we respond as though someone is standing over us with something saying, hey, this needs to change or else. Meanwhile, there was no real ultimatum. You created all of that in your mind. And now it's become your reality and you don't know what to do. So it all began with you. Right? And this is what I mean about recognizing who you are. You need to know this about yourself. Right? And if you haven't figured that out yet, 
now is a great time to start. Right? Something else that I discovered too was um, that I'm in fact built differently. I really believe that. I'm wired a little different than most people. And so therefore I believe I'm built a little different than most people. Right? And I'm at peace with that. I'm at peace with life and what it throws at me. So I can never, ever stop having fun with life. I can't. It's so unpredictable. Right? It's so unpredictable. You can't anticipate what's going to happen. You can't. You can do your best to try and prepare for what you think is going to happen. Right? But you can never be prepared. Right? And so this is something that is a bit of a revelation for some. It was for me, right? Just remembering that you can't control every scenario and you have to be okay with that. Life is going to present a vast, a vast variety of of circumstances at you. And you can't fold on the first one because there's a multitude of them coming. So what are you going to do? What are you going to do? It's not an easy question to answer, but it's definitely one worth processing. You know, I can sit here and tell you this is what I would do in this scenario and that's what I would do in that scenario. But we all know that's not that's not realistic. Right. But those are guides. Allowing myself to think about those scenarios and process the possible outcomes puts me in a, at, a, at an advantage over someone who has never considered the idea. Right? They would panic in a situation that presents itself where they have no idea how to respond. You know? So these are things that we have to allow ourselves to, to, to be able to tap into. And the reality of it is, I'm comfortable with who I am. I actually love the person that I am. And not too many people can say that about themselves, which is unfortunate. And I hope that people one day can get to that space where they can actually feel what I feel towards myself. Okay? Because I look at the world and I can say to, to the world, I can be rich. Right? I can be a rich person because I've been a broke one. And I'm still the same person. Right? How many people can say that they can still be who they are through and through when they were broke? They would be the same person when they come into a little bit of money. I'm just saying, right? And you can be rich, right? You can be my rich friend or you can be my broke friend. I'm still going to be the same. And this is a fact. Your money isn't mine. Your success isn't mine. But I'm going to be happy for you because I understand what it took for you to achieve that goal. Right? 
I appreciate that. Why? Because now you are going to be someone that I can learn from, whether directly or indirectly. But now I know someone who has achieved this goal, and therefore I'm going to watch how you did it or how you maneuver moving forward so I can learn from that. You become a benefit to me, whether you know it or not. Right? Because all I know to be is myself. And I know my core foundations will never change. My faith in me, my ability, my perspective and mindset of the world and people functioning within it. That's evolved over the years, but my core will remain the same. How I treat you will remain the same. How I expect you to respond to me as far as respect. My standards will remain the same, regardless of how much money you have or how little of it you have. Right? Because I've met plenty of people who act like it's all love, but when you need them, Oftentimes, they don't show up. They don't show up. First reason why most people don't show up, because there's nothing in it for them. That's their perspective on the situation. If I don't think there's a benefit in me doing X, Y, and Z, guess what? I'm not doing it. It's natural. There's nothing wrong with that. Right? But it's important for you to recognize that you can't expect certain people you've labeled a certain category in your life, whether it's a BFF, a friend, a brother, or anybody, you should not have a certain level of expectations on them, especially knowing that they have a life of their own that they need to lead. Right? But the point is, I want you to think about those who act like they are truly there for you, except for when you actually need them. Right? We all know a few of those. They're always there in front of other people. They will perform. They'll put on that show. They'll, they'll be the, the lead actor or actress of your story. But when you need them, when you call them, beyond that stage where they were putting on a show for other people about how much they mean to you or you mean to them when they're no longer on that stage and you call on them. They simply won't pick up the phone or they won't show up. And How do you handle those situations? Right? All this time that you spend trying to turn your life around and when you finally do Right? Those same people that were on that stage will turn around and tell you that you switched up. You switched up because now they're calling you, but you've grown, you've outgrown that relationship. Now that they're reaching back out to you, they don't realize that you moved on. Right? You're now frequenting, frequenting um, different spaces with, you know, higher level thinkers and and that's starting to bother them so now they're going to say you switched up 
That's where they confuse your evolution. Right? They mis misguide that. They've been misguided by that. Your evolution or the value in the relationship that they thought it was. Right? There's a bit of a disconnect when that happens. Right? They also fail to recognize that your path was a long one. Right? But what they do is they just look at you, see your results, and what do they do? They chalk it up as though you were just lucky. I mean, luck might have a, a part to play in it, for sure. But the hard work, right? The hard work that nobody sees. The effort, number of failures, number of no's and the doors getting closed in your face. The people telling you that your idea will never be or become. And you're still fighting through it. Right? They will chalk it up to luck because they will minimize your efforts and give everything to luck rather than acknowledging that while they were out partying or doing whatever they wanted to do, you were locked in grinding. Right? And these are the same people. The only time they'll pull their phones out, not to call you, but it's to capture you when you're stumbling. Right? Those phones only come out when they see you tripping and falling. They want to capture it. Why? Because they want to go viral. Right? And that's when it benefits them. And the metaphor in there is your downfall will always be someone else's come up. Don't forget that. When you fall, someone else is going to come up from your failure. Now, failure is good. And whether someone exploits it and uses it for their come up or not, that's out of your control. Because I don't want you to, you know, get this confused and think, oh, because it's going to be someone else's come up. I can't fail. No, you need to fail so you can grow from it. You need to fail so you can improve on your product. You need to fail so that you can you can show that you're capable. That's how you develop that character. It's through failure. So don't get it misconstrued. Failure is good, but I'm just recognizing, you know, and pointing out to you that don't lose sight that someone will come up on your failure. It's just the way it is. Because when you fall, you just created space for someone else to be able to fill that void that you're no longer filling, occupying, right? When you don't occupy that space, someone else is going to occupy the space that you once occupied. So that's, that's just the nature of things. Okay? You can dig out a root, a weed from the grass, but guess what? Eventually another one or another grass is going to fill that space. Something will replace that space. Just what I'm trying to point out to you. So don't lose you know, sight of that. Now, again, the phones come out to capture you when you're stumbling, right? Just don't change for the benefit of other people. Okay? Don't do it for others. Don't please others. 
because only only a fool does that. And as and as harsh as that might sound, it's the truth and the reality for so many people. It might be the truth or the reality for you while you're listening to me talk about this. That you find yourself often catering to make sure other people are happy or satisfied with you and how you're presenting yourself. And the crazy part about this is most of the time, people don't even care what you're trying to do, right? They're busy, distracted with what's happening in their world. But here you are, you're trying to pander and and cater to them to make sure they like you in the end. Really, that's what it is. We're trying to make sure other people like us in the end. Well, I'm here to say they don't have to like you because you're doing something nice for them or to them or with them. Them liking you is a choice they have to make. They have to choose whether they like you or not. That's up to them. So make sure you get a chance to recalibrate yourself and realize, wait, what have I I been doing all these years? And who have I been doing it for? Because I'm not happy with who I am, then I have to make sure I do it for me to make sure I'm happy. Because once I'm happy, no matter who I connect with or who I meet, they're going to get the best version of me every single time. So never change your core. Never change your foundation. For a few reasons, you simply don't have time to start over. Right? And the other person still won't appreciate every single aspect of you. So I'll leave you with that. Until next episode, love, peace, and nappiness.